So there I was at my computer wondering why shows three and four had such low downloads in comparison to show two. I'm thinking, wow, this must really suck. No one is downloading these. But yet two kept downloading every day. So I was confused. So I'm thinking either two, show two was really phenomenal, which is weird because it was the second show and you're still kind of, we're still warming up. I couldn't figure this out. After some research, I discover that iTunes did not have shows three and four on my playlist. I was perplexed. After fiddling around with a couple of things and still nothing showing up, I gave up and submitted an email to technical support. Did I get an answer? No, I did not get an answer. So then I went investigating on the forums for iTunes and discovered to my amazement that several other, oh, hundreds of podcasters out there had similar issues where iTunes was not loading their RSS feed. But none of their situations seemed to apply. I couldn't figure out. It checked out fine. Anyone else could find it. Juice could find it. Podfeed. Any other of these people could find my shows three and four, but the big one, the iTunes, could not. And after oh, several days of poring over the RSS feed, consulting, going back and forth, I discovered the culprit. You want to know what the culprit was? Show three was entitled, is entitled, in fact, Torn Haired Bags and Gnome Stirred Coffee. That and was an ampersand. That little squiggly mark threw iTunes into cardiac arrest. It could not recognize it, therefore it could not upload my feed. Oddly enough, if you look under their category, especially where I am, their category are games, ampersand, hobbies. That was okay to have in there, but my little ampersand in my title of my show, nowhere else, it was not in the description, did not show up. Three days of hours on end trying to figure this out. No one from iTunes got back to me. I am convinced iTunes is run by Alliance Gnomes. I am very convinced of this. No one got back to me. I actually, I, I posted a note on their forums and finally had some kind soul come back. This was after I had figured it out myself. Some kind soul came back and said, uh, it looks like it's the ampersand, your show three title. And lo and behold, it seems to have worked. iTunes is Alliance Gnomes. I'm convinced of this. You may love them. You may say they're great. I say they're Alliance Gnomes. And right now, they are so on my <laughs> list. And if you are hearing this show and have downloaded it through iTunes by some unbelievable miracle, then congratulations to you. Because despite iTunes... You are listening to Welcome to For the Ford Radio. This is episode five. Thank you for listening. And I'm sorry for my little rant, but iTunes is really on my list right now. Uh, but you didn't tune in or download, as the case may be. You did not download this show to hear me bitch about iTunes. You downloaded this show to hear me bitch about Alliance. I shall not disappoint. We have a story. We have an alliance story to tell you about. So there I was, in Eversong Woods, starting out 
a little warlock. You may ask, or you may not care, why a warlock? Auntie Ed, why are you starting a new warlock? You know why? Besides the really cool horses they get, which I just love, with the flaming feet and the flaming eyes and nostrils and they're wicked cool. That that was always intriguing. It wasn't enough to make me play a clothy. They're just they're really hard to play. What did it? What what made me at least try or will attempt to try to stick with it for a little while anyway? The fact that I saw what is it, tier four armor for a warlock with those demon wings? Oh my god, I must have. I must have demon wings. Those are too cool. They are too cool. I had heard about them. I had never seen them. I saw them. I must have. Anyway, back to the story. Eversong Woods starting a wee warlock, little blood elf warlock. And for a while, I had just pretty much walked out of the kindergarten and was heading over to grammar school. And I'm seeing in local defense, Eversong Woods under attack. I'm seeing a lot of local attacks going on all over the place. And I finally investigate. I finally go and, and take it upon myself to investigate, as did a couple other little Lobie players along with. Because it had been going on for a while. And we end up, and I can't think of the name, it's the place where all the Blood Elves, if you played a Blood Elf, you know this, they all hang out and party. And actually, it's part of a quest. you got to go get, you become the, the grocery shopper. you got to go shopping for these people. And once you do, you get an invite, you can go party with. We're a party in people, Blood Elves, aren't we? They're, they're great. They, they just know how to get down. It's also, by the way, the point where all the trainers are hanging out. A good majority of them are anyway. You got enchanters, you got alchemists, you got a lot of uh, trainers in that one area. And vendors and quest givers and other things. There is a 65 warrior gnome killing everything. There, by the time I got there, they were all dead. Every last one of them wiped out. This was annoying and many of the other people there were saying, oh... Great, you killed my quest giver. And he every time they respond, he just did it again. Tonkis from the Fortuitous Guild, which by the way was spelled wrong, okay? 65 gnome warrior just wreaking havoc, killing these trainers, killing quest givers. There are four of us. There is my little level six self, another little level six warlock, a level twelve, I believe, paladin and a level 15 hunter all of us there and somebody i don't know who says get him now i know at the time looking at this guy he's double question mark and i seriously doubt that he is level 17 um just by the gear get him and the other three attack i don't know whose bright idea was but the other three start and i couldn't knowing it was fruitless, knowing it was pointless, knowing it was futile. I joined in because I would not stand by while my brethren were fighting this evil gnome and do nothing. Even though I knew our asses were going to be kicked to hell with it, I joined in. And I think this guy looked at my my little imp and it, it imploded. Put a curse of weakness on him. Resist. Here is a shadow bolt for you. So we're, we're trying. We're, we're start wailing on him. And all of a sudden, I notice his health bar starts going down, like, really fast. And for half a second, I think to myself, yes, 
The power of working together. The power of the brethren. Players joining as one. Even as low level as we can join forces together and attack this gnome. And then I look behind me and see a level 70 mage just flailing into him. And, well, there went my bubble. And we're very thankful that he did. want to give a nice shout out to Fire Horde of the Volatile Guild, which was spelt correctly, for, for swinging in there and, and lending aid with that very appreciative because we were all toast if you hadn't shown up bud we were gone but i couldn't stand by and just let these guys do this and, and just stand a twiddling like that i had to join in so tonkis you gnome from the fortuitous guild learned to spell and you're a jerk and you got what was coming to you now on that note i'd like to point out that in the middle of all this, while this gnome was running around beating up all these NPCs, these merchants, there was an undercover alliance there. And this is with, with proof. We had an undercover alliance standing there. And her name was Arastra. And she was cheering this gnome and saluting this gnome and bowing to this gnome. And was seemed to be real happy that he was destroying the Blood Elf area. Even though she herself was disguised as a low-level Blood Elf. If you see Arastra on the Mandaron server, this is an undercover alliance. Do not let this person in your guild. Do not help this person with quests. They are out to get you. We know who you are. And we will see to it that we kick you out of our horde. Cheering a gnome. I don't even think other alliance cheer gnomes. And you're standing there cheering for a gnome. Let this... If you see this person, if you can, gank them, all right? So, and it, that is my story. That should have been there in place of iTunes. But we got a little, little off on that. Wanted to share that with you. And... I know that this is now the irony where I'm going into as I call out to Arastra and say, get the hell out of our territory. A couple of episodes ago, Big V had mentioned on view, view from the barn, that the Dre and I had big moths and flowers in their kindergarten. Having never been, I had to check this out for myself. I am one of those people. I have to look for myself to see what is going on. I know I felt so dirty. But I had to see. I am one who must check things out for myself. I had to see about the big malls and flowers. But while I was there, I noticed a couple of other things other than big malls and flowers. And it once again makes me point to the fact. I know I talked about this before. And you know what? We're talking about it again. Blizzard. Favoritism. Alliance. Need I say more? Holy God. Let's start off. First, let's start off with a really weird fact. I rolled a stupid, the, the horse octopi draenei. Now, here's the weird part. No one, and when I say no one, I mean not another single player was in the starting area, the kindergarten area. No one. I, I had the entire area to myself. I have never seen this happen. I've started many a new characters just for kicks and giggles. Never have I seen an empty area of other players. It was weird. It was bliss. It was wonderful. I was like, ooh, whole game to myself. Check it out. That was the first thing I noticed, which was really weird. I've never, I've seen at least one other player. Most of the time, when you land at point X after it goes through its little panorama, and you have the, the guy telling you all about your race and what you're there for and blah, 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 blah. And you land at point X. 
I'm usually standing there with five other people standing on top of me, so you look really funny. Nothing. No one else was around. It was weird. Whole starting area. Me. It was nice and quiet. I saw the mobs. I did. You can't help. The other thing, once you start, this is a weird, creepy area to start out in. It's an ugly area. It's disturbing. And it's not ugly like undead. Undead is supposed to be. You're supposed to have corpses and things walking around. It's undead. What do you expect? This it was the word I'm looking for is disturbing. It was just give you the willies, just being there. And it wasn't because it was a lion per se. It was just ew, nasty looking, really nasty. But I saw the moths, these big fluffy moths. Let me say, whoever designed these at Blizzard when they decided to make big fluffy moths had severe allergies when they did it. Because I looked at these things and wanted to sneeze so bad. They got pollen and dust and stuff coming off their wings as they flap around. You want to sneeze. So whoever designed these at that time was having really bad allergies happening. And I saw the flowers, which, by the way, if you've been to Unguru Crater, those wobbly plants, those plants that look like they're drunk walking around, it's them with petals. That's all it is. It's wobbly drunken plant with petals on them. And, of course, you have your other typical... But, that, yeah, they do have moths and flowers. I just had to look. But what I discovered... Let's get into the favoritism here. Blizzard is one-sided. Most you're gonna, most of my comparison are going to be made to the Blood Elves, mainly because Draenei and Blood Elves started at the same time. So there is none of this, well, you know, they started later, so, of course, they had time to improve. Yeah, well, they didn't improve on the Blood Elf side, just the one. Here's the first thing that was screaming at me as far as Blizzard being one-sided. This was also something we touched upon, but nobody could remember the name. Draenei have a racial called the Gift of Naru. It's a heal. It's a racial that's a heal. They can heal themselves. They can heal other players. Excuse me? A heal for a racial? That is supposed to be a class. Am I wrong? Priests? Shaman? Paladins? Druids got a couple, I think, funky things that, that do it. A racial as a heal. Excuse me. Whereas Blood Elves have, well, we can drain one point of mana from you. Ooh, yeah, that'll show them. Thanks. So that was the first thing I noticed screaming, screaming at me when I started this was that heal already from the get-go. Level one. It's staring you in the face. Here's the other funny part, though, about this racial. They give you a quest. Blood Elves did this, too, with their mana tap. They give you a quest for this heal because apparently the premise was spaceship crashed into the ground and now you're a survivor and there are bodies everywhere. Bunch of beat up octopi drain eye lying around, lying there on the ground going, oh, the pain, help me, please help me. Oh, you know, every time you come near them, they start the little speech. They're everywhere, too. Everywhere. You can't go anywhere without these bodies. A early on quest was take this racial heal and heal one. Just one. Not too hard to find. They're everywhere. I heal one. Now, this doesn't make the rest of them stop. They keep going. And, of course, since it's no longer a quest, you just run over them. They didn't tell you to heal five or ten. I think with the Blood Elves, you got to use your mana tap to drain something like six or eight different creatures, those those mana worms floating around. Yeah, they just get to heal one thing, just one other Draenei, and the rest can go to hell. So we pretty much let the rest go to hell, and especially it's fun, like, as you're running by, and they call out, oh, I'm in such pain, help me, and you go, ah, screw you, do you have a question mark over your head? I don't think so. Buzz off. That was one thing. So they are cold-hearted. They just leave their wounded to die in this very quiet 
empty of players area. I continue because it's quiet and there ain't a lines to be found. There ain't no one to be found. It was eerie. It was so weird. I have never run into this ever. If you graduate from kindergarten to grammar school, everyone has a graduation. You get up to about level five and they kick you out of kindergarten. They say, get the hell out, go. You go to grammar school. On the way to grammar school, they have a quest, yet another quest, that gives you a fishing pole for free. Now, granted, fishing pole really aren't terribly expensive. I'll admit, it's the principle of it. They get it for free, and we have to buy it. We hoard. We blood elves. We hoard. Have to buy it. It's upsetting. The other thing I noticed when I got to grammar school of the Draenei. I didn't make it that far, actually, but I did get to grammar school. Because what? What, it takes you, what, 30 minutes to get to level 5 in the game, no matter what you do? Actually, I will say that was kind of an interesting thing. Everything I was looking at was new. I have the rest of it memorized down. This is why the Blood Elves were so attractive when they hit. And they still are, I think, because you don't know everything. Because all the Horde stuff, I know the quest. I know where you go. I know what you find. That gets boring after a while. So it was kind of nice to say, ooh, look at this. It's new. Even though it's disturbing and ugly, it's new. So they get a free fishing pole. Not a huge deal. It's just the principle of the matter. I get to grammar school. There are the people with the little things over their head. I take up, pick up these quests. First, four to five quests you get on Draenei have you going after neutral creatures. You gotta go beat up on more wobbly flowers. Actually, they're just wobbly plants now. They, they lost the petals. Now they just look like the ones you saw in Unguru. The, the drunken plants meandering around. They're neutral. You gotta kill mooses or moss hooves or whatever. They're mooses. They're neutral. Then you gotta go back to kill more mooses. Everything you're killing is neutral. It's like, why don't you just have me kill a bunny rabbit, why don't you? And all of this in, in the name of healing the land. I love that. That's my favorite, ain't it? We're here. We come in peace. Now go destroy everything you run into. Yeah, the first couple of quests, they're all neutral things. You're not going after anything hostile. Anything that could come and bring its pals. Because a neutral creature, you know it. You could go smack them in the head next to their buddy. Their buddy ain't going to do anything. It'll just eat and walk on. Quickly. That's the other thing. They hurry up and get the hell out of the way. While you beat the living hell out of their friend. Hostile creatures don't do that. They'll gang up on you. No, you do nothing hostile for the after until after the first four or five quests. And then you're dealing with, get ready, the Venture Mining Company. Yes, they're there. The Venture Mining Company, the goblins. Here is yet another point, though. Venture Mining Company goblins. Okay, you recognize the name. You have to go get something from them. They stole something. You got to get it back. Fine. You're level six. What do you care? There's about one goblin every 12 feet. They're widely spaced apart. You can easily kind of shimmy your way. You, I don't think you even had to, like, kill any of them if you didn't want to. That's how far apart they were spaced. It did bring up early memories, for me anyway, of being a troll. When you graduate out of kindergarten to grammar school to Razor Hill, you get a quest. It involves going to kill, what the heck were they called? They're in this kind of old, beat-up, abandoned kind of fortress thing. I don't remember if they were Defias anything, or they were pirates and marines. They're level 6, level 7. And the boss, which I think is level 8 or 9, which when you're level 6 is pretty big. These guys are walking around tightly compact. And you have to kill X number of this, X number of that, and go fight your way inside where there's still more of them tightly compact, like two or three together in a bunch, and go upstairs and kill the boss who is surrounded by more guards. 
You can't pull him solo. No, three of them come at you. Level six, and you're looking for group for this stupid thing. These guys on the drain eye? No. I could have done the limbo in there between them. That's how far apart they were. Unreal. Could you make this any freaking easier for them, guys? Why is it so hard on the horde side? Now, granted, of course, you look back at it and go, oh, pfft, that was easy. Of course you do. But when you're level six, it's hard, okay? I'm just noticing there's there's an imbalance here. There is a definite imbalance in how things are done. There was very early on, and this is where I dropped off. This is where I stopped. Like, I, I kind of invested because the more of this I kept seeing, the more I was like, wait a minute. How come Blood Elves have got this and you got nothing? You got no no mobs you got to fight. You got to fight crabs. Tiki tiki crabs that don't attack you. No clackers either. Think back. All orcs and trolls. Think, think way back to the Echo Isles where you had to kill the tiki tiki crabs. And there were those clackers. They were not neutral. They were hostile. And when you killed them, it sounded like somebody was dropping a boulder on the ground. You went swimming to the Echo Isles and you were guaranteed a clacker to find you and, like, start beating you up in the water. No, not them. No, no, no. They just had little neutral crabs and you can kill at your leisure. The bull. Anyway, one other thing I noticed while I was there. And again, it upset me. The Draenei have a cool quest. I love cool quests. I think cool quests different. Cool quest definition of what I think a cool quest is. A quest that doesn't involve me. Kill X number of this. Go and steal this from... Someone so stole my butter knife. Go get it back. Go kill the boss who did this. Go collect eight flowers of that. Standard, normal, boring. You do it at level 5. You do it at level 72. It gets old. It's like, all right, fine. I'll go do it. It's different things you're looking at, but it's still the same thing. They had a quest that I consider to be cool. I'm ashamed to say it, but what I am is pissed off about it. Because I want to know why do Train and I have this abundantly cool quest and Blood Elves get to kill bats and spiders? Where is the fairness there? Let me tell you about this cool quest. I don't know if any of you ever dabbled and tried the Drain Eye. If you do, you know this, and, and you got to admit, it's pretty neat. Because it's a spiritual journey. What the hell the the horse octopus people are doing with a spiritual anything, I don't know. But they apparently have a, they're talking to the furlog bears that you need to interpret what the hell they're saying. And they send you on, you know, you follow the one spirit bear to a totem, and you click that, and then you follow another spirit bear to a cliff, and he gives you wings, and you... You fly off the cliff to the next totem, and then you are given special supersonic speed and go swimming at the bottom of the ocean and find the next one. And then, then I got to see a walrus. They finally figured out nobody's using the walrus. We've mentioned the walrus here, too. No one, I got to see the walrus. I was, I looked at it and went, hey, I know you are, you're a damn walrus. So I saw the walrus, and it's an ugly looking thing. And no wonder nobody plays it. And it's pretty useless, I think, too. So I saw the walrus. And you come out of the water with the walrus, and he changes you into a cat. And he's a cat. And the two of you go running across the land to the next totem in a cat form. And then you get to the next totem. And then it became free X number of our people from the evil bears. But up until that point, it was really neat. That was different. Why the hell is this on the drain eye side and not the blood elves, or at least an equivalent? Do you remember anything of this nature being on the blood elf side? Anybody? No. Bats and spiders. Cats. Bring me cat claws. Oh, another point. Another point. I have never seen a major city so close to the grammar school ever on any other race. 
You literally take two steps and you're at the main city for them. Meanwhile, blood elves, after we go out of our grammar school, have got to cross the dead frickin' Tsar, which is just chock full of undead things chasing after you. And there is no way to get around. It's not like you can just... They're there. They're in the path. They're walking back and forth. They're there to kill you or at least try. Okay, granted, they're level five, level six, but so are you. And then <laughs> you've seen, if you ever had this happen, you'll know what I'm talking about. Because at the top of the dead scar, there is a quest, a bunch of blood elves hanging out, waiting for the attack, whatever attack this is. You find out what the attack is sometimes if you're in the wrong place at the wrong time. And it's about five or six ghoulish looking things charging up the dead scar, heading for them. God help you if you're in the way or you're fighting one of those skeletons at the moment they appear because you will aggro them. This has happened to me. It was ugly. No, this is what blood elves have to do to get to their city. They gotta fight across the damn dead scar. What do drain eyes have to do? Skip over a bridge. Oh, I'm here. Give me a break. Don't tell me Blizzard does not favor the Alliance. It was so blatantly obvious. I, I think it's obvious, okay? You don't, if you don't believe me or you disagree, that's cool. You know what? Let me know. Send us an email. FTHradio at gmail.com. Let me know. If you do agree, let me know. Because I want to hear from you. I want to hear your opinion on this. Do you think, or, or if you've seen anything else that you want to point out, I think this is blatant, obvious favoritism. And I don't like it. Well, I have gone on long enough about this, I think. So now we're going to take our first break. And I have an interesting song to play for you this time. I have a very cool song. And we're going to talk about this song a little later on in the show. But for now, I'm just going to play it and enjoy. Bombers. Hunters. No priests. Long hours, I see you there. Could you be that farmer? Hey, I see you farming tunnels in Shadow and Valley. Ten cents an hour is good money when you're Chinese. I buy your auctions, you sell my gold right back to me. Feels like you're bending me over. You smile and say, Me how, and find some gold. Me how, your auction sold. Me how, it's getting old. Me how. Ready to attack now Saving all my gold so I can buy an epic mount now Try to shut a bolt but the mob's already gone down When the hell the shadow get bought up by Chinatown I see he's making bank now So many farmers are trying gang now Come back later, lay the holy smack down Like some kind of cult, everybody can see how I see you farming tunnels and shadows and valleys Ten cents an hour's good money when you are Chinese I buy your auctions, you sell my gold right back to me Feels like you're bending me Mother save me how and farm some gold. Me how that's my fur bowl. Me how it's getting old. Me how oh me how and farm some gold. Me how that's my fur bowl. Me how it's getting old. Me how oh oh looks like another gold farmer can't get my quest on. Well, all the mobs are gone. Waiting on a respawn that I won't get, so I must admit I'm getting sick of it. Kitty cats go. Since the old farmers started to show, don't wanna know what's in the egg roll, and they keep coming back because you're giving them dough. Take one down, and I felt inspired. Corpse camp until it's trying to man gets fired. That's one farmer they'll have to replace. Not supposed to be here in the first place. I don't know any other way 
to convey how much you wish you'd all just go away. Server economy in disarray. Guess I'll just fear your mobs around all day. Summer Gale from the Alira doing Nihau, a gold farmer's story. I'm going to give you their website, but when I tried it, it wasn't working. But I'm going to give it to you anyway, just in case it's back up and running again, so you can check them out. www.madcow__studios.com We're going to talk about that song a little later on. I just heard it. I, I also recommend you check out the video that goes with it. It's a lot cuter with the video, of course, than if the song is cute. By the way, in case you're wondering why that song is familiar, it's because the sound is from Akon's Smack That. And this character, Nim, did, in my opinion, a great job with rearranging the lyrics. I think that's great. Very well done. I like clever things. I like things that are clever and show creativity like that. I think that was so cool. So I had to share that with you. We are going to touch about this uh, a little later on in the show. But right now, it is time for... Coming to you from high atop the flight point over that livestock pavilion known as Thunder Bluff, it's The View from the Barn with your host, Big V. Big V. Big v. Big v. As everybody knows, I've gone undercover. I did it with a human paladin. Didn't work out. I could not take it. And the reason for this, really, is I joined a guild. That was a bad move. This was a rookie guild. I saw people sort of floating around in it, and I thought, hmm, well, I see a lot of folks like this, and I thought, all right, well, you know, let's see what this is about. Yeah, I was in my, I was in my teens. I was kicking around Stormwind, not enjoying it at all, mind you. I think it was blacksmithing or something like that. LF Mature Guild. Yeah, this guy hits me back up and says, hmm, join us. All right. Turns out it was the guild that I'd seen kicking around. It's a Roman numeral two. So I went to the website and I registered. It was the Praetorian Guard. Refer back to, you know, we're defenders of this, we're protectors of that. Okay, this is the Praetorian Guard. Yeah, all right. Well, this could be interesting. Well, let's give it a shot. So I go on and I register. All right, now, remember, this is Goldshire, right? The, kind of the the start, so much the start in area, but I mean, if, if Lakeshire was kindergarten, this is middle school. Before you 
go into Westfall, which that's where uh, you know you get pantsed in gym and stuff like that. Pantsed by Defy Smuggler. Yeah, that's a speed debuff right there. I log back on, play around a little bit that night, and I look at this guild, and there's like 200 and something people in it. I thought, okay, well, this probably isn't what I'm after here, but you know, let's just see. The guild leader, uh, his name was Claytor, and he seemed like a fairly sober, serious guy. And I thought, okay, well, yeah, maybe this will work out. Uh, mince around over there in Westfall for a little bit. Log out for the night. I come back the next day, and I have been promoted to a leader of some sort. It was very bizarre. You can see where the guy was coming from, but it was a very bizarre setup in that. You started, he wanted to have this huge guild managed with, like, underbosses, other guild leaders, warlords. I think he called him as the warlord of the Praetorian Guard. So, and his philosophy was this, at least it was on the website. Why go out and start your own guild when you can do it here? And he was assigning people teams and all kinds of stuff. I didn't want to be a leader. I wanted to be a follower. Actually, I just wanted to be a spy. (laughs) So he promotes me. And I'm thinking, oh, crap, I didn't want to do this. I had a few conversations with him in guild chat. Very odd vibe just seemed maybe a little too serious for this. So I thought, mm, no, I gotta get out of here. This is just bad, because he's gonna want me to start leading, you know, raids and going into instances, and I got no interest in that over here. I'm not I'm not sinking that kind of time into an alliance character. I mean, I've got stuff going on on the Horde side. You don't want to go to Donnie Brasco there. You just don't. Because, I mean, you could get Al Pacino killed. Come on. At any rate, so I sell all my stuff figured there's no graceful way out of this because from what I've seen of the guy, if I just quit the guild and kept on running around Westfall, you know, there'd be no peace. Yeah, why'd you leave? What's wrong? You know, you seemed like you'd be a leader. Didn't you say you wanted a mature guild? Yeah, but not with 250 level 15s in it. Dear God, I logged on the next morning when I found out I was a guild leader. Well, actually, it wasn't in the morning, it was in the evening. There were like a hundred new people. And I thought, you know, this just isn't right. Not so much a fan of that. I had to ditch the character. I had to kill the guy. Because Claytor, I think, would have come after me. I thought, alright, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this whole Alliance PvP thing. Let me be a cloth-wearing priest. Let me see just how far I can take this. So I made a dwarf. Was doing okay there. And I'm running around uh, over there in Dwarfland. I get an invitation. A blank... Well, let me back up. I got whispered by this guy. Just out of the blue. Bam. A cold chill ran down my spine. because I Same guy. I didn't even have the same name. Changed my race. Changed my area. The whole thing. And I get whispered by the guy. So I answered him back. And the next thing I know, Guild Invite. He had like 400 people in the guild. I mean, it was unreal. I mean, it was it was some ungodly number. Going around picking people up. I'm thinking, wow, you're going to get a high-quality guild there, partner. I deleted the priest, went to another server altogether, settled on the Night Elves. I have become that which I hate, a Night Elf. Guess what class? No. Ah, yes. No. Come on, give it to me. A rogue. Yes. <laughs> I am a night elf rogue with my glowing eyes and my dance. Embodiment of all you despise. Seriously, I have I have become what I hate, and there it is. I tried to name myself Horde Spy, but they wouldn't let me. That name is unavailable. Oh, somebody uh, else is. 
You know, I think I should type it in looking for. You know, walk up to him and type in the chair is against the door. The wombat flew at midnight. Wink, wink. Anyway, my name is UC Horde. Undercover Horde. It's out there. So, I'm telling you, Horde, if you're out there and you see UC Horde, kill me. Come on, bring it on because I want to see how many I want to see how many times I can get killed. If you are listening to For the Horde Radio, you have found me and you kill me. Email, send it in because I want to see how many people have killed me. Yes, definitely. We'll have, we'll have a running tab going. Have a running tab on the website. Exactly. Who killed UC Horde? Who killed UC Horde? Hey, I'll tell you. Bring it because I I mean, I'll fight back. I'll make it good. Don't worry, I'm not going to let you kill me because, God, then I'll just have to run back to my corpse. Let's see just how good the Horde PvP is. You know what? We should start multiple UC Hordes on multiple PvP servers mm-hmm. yeah. instead of just one and, and spread them out. Yep, there are two. Actually, I have made two Night Elf Rogues. You're ahead of me. Well, I wanted to put one of them on a server that had a little more action. There's a UC Horde on the... What is that server? Shh, don't tell them. It'll be a surprise. Okay. There are going to be... There are going to be a few UC Hordes hanging out out there. So if you see it, I'll go ahead and tell you this much. It looks like you cord because you can't... You can only do one cap. So if you see UC Horde out there, I'm flagged. Come get me. And, take a picture. Yeah, and take it. Yeah, seriously, take a picture and send it in because I'm not smart enough to do that. If you kill me, take a picture, send it in, and we'll keep a running tally of who uh, of who kills me. I'll throw this out here. I will um, keep a night elf rogue, and all right, I'll just take the plunge. I'll do a gnome. I'll do a gnome. I am speechless. Well, I'm, my bowels are kind of turned into water here on that one myself. A little nauseated, and I'm not sure I'm going to be able to make it through the rest of the taping. Probably do a warlock. Because um, bigger than a gnome. Exactly. Probably smell the same. Actually, what classes can a gnome be? They're usually casters, aren't they? They can, Every class except blood elves can be a warrior. I don't think they could be a hunter, probably because they were afraid the pet would eat them. <laughs> Seriously, so they, 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 snack. they can't be a hunter, but I think they could be mage, warlock, rogue. The available classes, mage, rogue, warlock, warrior. Yeah, I'll be a mage. Look for a gnome mage named UC Horde. If you kill me, cool. Let us know. Make sure you do hammer time or whatever on the corpse. Yes, otherwise. yes. You must dance on the corpse. Otherwise, we're not putting a picture up. you got to take a picture of you dancing on the corpse. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, this is what I, I will put out. Because I know in the heat of battle, sometimes you can missee names. So if you accidentally wipe out a bunch of other players trying to get to UC Horde, it is un- Understandable. Oh, yeah. We do understand if you thought it was UC Horde, but oops, it wasn't. Try again. We will understand that. Absolutely. And you know what? We'll give you props anyway because Absolutely. it's all. This is all just really bad dealing damage to Alliance. So there we go. This is a good idea. Yeah. I like this idea. Now, and I'll tell you, I will play these characters. I would like to say that I'm going to play them to level 70. I really do. But I'm going to have to get to level 70 on my guy. So on my main <laughs> first because otherwise I'm going to be having a guild full of people knocking on my door going, hey, hey, yeah, we know what you're doing with the Alliance and we really like that. 
you know, and we want to support you. But really, we got some of these Outlands runs we need to do, and we need our tank. So would you please quit futzing around out there trying to get killed? I'm going to play these guys. Yeah, the question becomes, how often am I going to play them? As often as you can. Yeah. If you see UC Horde, just kill me, or at least try. No matter what level. Yeah. No matter what. If you're level 70 and you see me running around, hey, light me up. I mean, I'm not going to be your punching bag. I mean, I will try to get a spell off. And, hey, I'm not going to promise I'm not going to turn you into a sheep. Cause... Although at level 4, it may not work too well. <laughs> I know. It's going to be polymorph. I'm not sure how uh, gnomes die. Don't know how they do it, but I hope it's horribly. You'll find out, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. I'm sure I will. Now, I'm going to tell you. If you mix it up with me and I kill you, have the good graces to uh yeah don't get ill don't get aggravated because i'm gonna if i can figure it out i'm gonna take a picture of you and i will be smacking the horse that is incentive for anyone listening to not let him do it that's right bring your a game because otherwise you're going on the website you see hordes hall of shame pvp hall of shame and i'm just gonna throw this one out here and uh say okay if you kill me then great but let it go after that sure you kill me once then great and you know you'll get your name on the list but don't stand there wait for me to res and kill me again i mean come on let's let's do have a little courtesy for the undercover horde here show why you are horde. that's right don't be like the alliance yeah. don't corpse scam I did the rogue with the night elves just because I figured that would give me the best shot at surviving PvP. Because I'm not a gifted PvP person, or at least I'm not yet. I'm used to the PvE environments. You know, you just stand there and you spank the stuff. You spank it till it dies. I mean, really, it's very much a um, a revolutionary war kind of thing. You know, if you can get a couple of crits in the thing, you know, who's going to die first? If you run out of health before I do, hey, I'm going to win. So you just stand there and you flail hell out of each other, and that's that. It'll be interesting to see how it turns out because I'm going to have to use keys I've never used before. So I'm thinking, you know, if I see somebody and I can just whip into stealth, sap, and run if I need to. I have no compunction whatsoever about running away. I mean, I will hide <laughs> pride. God, that reminds me. There was this one time at the crossroads, and the crossroads were under attack. No. And there was there was a gnome. It was a gnome mage who uh, was running around. This was before I really knew about you know being flagged, not being flagged. I just thought you could you know, flail on anything. Uh, it was some level sixty that was chasing this guy around, and everybody was you know on the local defense channel. Where is he? Where is he? Where is he? And I just kind of happened up on him. He was hiding behind a tree. Uh, if you're familiar with the crossroads at all, I think it's the road to Ratchet that goes east, right by there. You know, you got the hill, and on the other side of the hill is the graveyard. Well, there's some trees over there with some bushes around it right before you come into the uh, into the crossroads themselves. Cuz was just sitting there, hiding behind a tree. Came up to him, and I was like, um, I found him. And I'm like poking at him, you know. <laughs> he's right here. Here! Guy walked up to him and says, Ah, oh, yeah, he's not flagged. Because I think I was like level 26. Still just wet behind the ears. But yeah, was hiding behind a tree. I'm like, dude, that tree's not going to stop anything. They will walk around. <laughs> and yeah, you're short. 
But you, you start using the environment more yeah. in PvP. I've kind of thought of that. And two, you've got to, I'm thinking you kind of got to adjust your camera angles too, because in PvE, you can just get right up on yourself and, you know, you can see every muscle twitch while you're, you know, heaving your hunk of steel around. That's what happened to me with the uh, paladin that I was playing and the guy Orc Hunter that killed me twice. I had my camera close up on me like I would in PvE. I just happened to see the bottom of the hunter's mark over my head the second time I died. You gotta back your camera off. Now that makes traveling really annoying because it doesn't seem like you're moving at all. But it gives you a better field of view. I've gotta get used to that. Gotta get used to using the Q and E keys on my keyboard. That bothers me for some reason. I'm not really sure why, but just kinda chaps my ass a little bit. What do you mean I can't stand here and just flog you? I did see, or I didn't actually see this, I heard about this, and I hope it's true. If anybody out there can confirm this uh, rumor, I, I would like to know. The rumor goes there was a druid tauren started a guild called something like this, like Sheila's Pet. And once he got the charter, he dismissed everybody. He was a guild of one. This druid, once in cat form, went into battlegrounds, stayed in cat form, so all and named himself like Mr. Fluffy or something. So all you're seeing is Mr. Fluffy, and then underneath that, Sheila's pet. <laughs> and for anyone really not paying attention to what's coming at you, he apparently was mistaken for a hunter's pet. So they're going looking for the hunter. <laughs> and he's just flailing on him. And he's going nuts on him, which I thought was brilliant. Oh, that's awesome. I, I heard this through rumor control, so I don't know if this is actually true. That's genius. I'm thinking that my time leveling is going to take a huge dive because quests are going to be hard enough without people, you know, gunning for you. It's not just going to be our listeners that are gunning for me. You know, it'll be, oh, who's that? You coordinate. Let me kick your ass. Thonk, and that's that. Come here, y'all. Here's something to just kind of keep track of if you can in, in your travels as a gnome and as the night elf. Which one gets killed more? There you go. I'm putting money on the gnome. Me too. Putting money on the gnome because, you know, if I had to pick something to kill between a night elf and a gnome, I'm taking the gnome any day. Yeah, that's no surprise because he's going to be a caster. He's going to have a stick and a fiery spell. But you can make tons of water. You can make water and you can make food. Well, yip, yip, yahoo, now I'm a Coke machine. <laughs> throw loaves of bread at him. Now, that would be interesting yeah. <laughs> if you could at least make use of that. Exactly. It looked like one of those cars on one of those police reality show kind of things where they're, like, heaving stuff out of the window. <laughs> Have loaves of bread and yeah. water being thrown at the opposing team. Yeah, or the plane's crashing. We got a lot in the load. Get rid of the bread and water. You can make more. <laughs> throw it, throw it. Oh, man. That'd be a neat thing for a mage, throwing your food. Yeah, it's, I get a, imagine with coming up on you, you take a big loaf of bread and just hurl it out of Probably have the same effect as, uh, you know, one of those snowballs, but hey. It'd be amusing. Well, and we're... If nothing else. We're all about being amused, you know. We're not playing this game because it's going to bring about world peace or anything. We're in it to be amused, and we dump a lot of time into it. And to look good. I've actually kind of gotten to the point where... Even if the armor is slightly better, if I look stupid in it, forget it. I'm like, wait a minute, this actually kind of matches, so... For the first, like, 20 levels, any character... You look like a hobo! <laughs> yeah! I mean, they, they don't make any, like... You look at the pants, they actually have patches on them. Blizzard doesn't make this look any better than... It's got patches! So, you know, little stitching and, and things on it. <laughs> Listen, I'm surprised that we don't see level 17s running around in, like, members-only jackets. Yeah, it's a, it's a matched set. You know, the ripped-up jeans. It's the armor set of the 80s. 
glove of the thriller. You only get one. That would be a blue light. <laughs> oh, oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. I, I gotta say this. I won my first duel the other day. Awesome. Yes, I did. I won a duel in the Night Elf starting area. Some other Night Elf rolls up on me, drops a flag. It's like, God, do I have to do... Yeah, I do. I do have to do this. I want a PvP server. So, by God, I've got to do this dueling thing. Okay. Well, three, two, one. And I just beat the hell out of him. I just ran around and stabbed him. I mean, there was no art. It was There was nothing like that. It was just, when I catch you, I'm going to stab you. I came up with a couple of combo points, did that red, you know, the move that's red. Can't remember that what move. it is. That, that one. And the next thing you know, boy's on his knees, looking like he's praying. Like, drop the flag again, bitch. You want to go for two? I only kicked one part of your ass. Remember, it's split. I need to kick the other one, too. They dropped the flag. I won. I was happy. I'd only dueled a couple of times and before that and just always got my ass handed to me. But, yeah, this is the first one I won. So, you know, I'm right. uh, going to put a notch on my yodel pants. <laughs> and that was View from the Barn with Big V. And don't forget, we're serious. Go looking for UC Horde on PvP servers. And go ahead and kill him and take a picture of dancing on his corpse, send it into us, and we will put it up for you. Now, earlier in this show, I played a song, and I said we were going to discuss it later, and now's the time. We're not going to discuss it that much, but originally when I had seen this video, I just thought it was very clever and very cute, and decided, hey, I want to play that. I want to tell people about that. That's that's very clever. The guy did a really nice job, I think, as far as the lyrics go and everything. Great job. And I like people who do clever, imaginative things of that nature, and I like to share them with other people. What gave me pause and brought up this topic, which I have touched upon earlier, were the comments that I saw following the video. You can put in, you know, did you like it? Did you hate it? Most people did like it. They thought pretty much what I thought. However, there were some who started the argument to buy or not to buy gold. Now, I'm going to spend, this is a huge, broad topic. I will say what I have said before about this topic. Those people who buy gold for World of Warcraft are lazy-ass players. Period. Done. The end of discussion. You can justify it any way you want. You are a lazy-ass player if you buy gold in World of Warcraft. And from what I have researched, that is pretty much the feeling a lot of people feel. These people would not be in business if you didn't buy their gold. It's very simple. This is a heated topic for me. And we're not going to spend too much time on it, but I did want to talk. The main reason I wanted to kind of bring this up a little bit was due to one response that I'm going to read to you. What is embarrassing? I am ashamed and embarrassed because this person is horde. I'm sorry. I have to be honest about it. This is a horde player. I'm going to read it to you. You may have even seen this response. I'm going to read it to you exactly as he typed it in. You're going to hear a lot of bleeping out here. Use your imagination, and maybe you can figure out what curse words he used. But here it is. This is from character's name is Fidgees on Hellscream server. Sadly, a priest on the horde side. His answer to this video. This isn't funny. Whoever made this is a... Uh -oh. Chinese gold farmers are just doing their... Uh -oh. 
jobs. And them selling the gold they make does not affect the game at all. Either A, you're going to get pulled primal farming for themselves anyway. That is one of the responses to this. Two fidgies. You're an idiot. I am so ashamed you are on the horde side. In fact, this is such an alliance response. Get out of the horde. If you see this guy, trip him. A, learn to spell. That's the first thing. Learn to spell. And, um, I, I, does that bother you at all maybe it's me maybe i'm just taking this a little too seriously but i really hate the justification people come up with to cover their own laziness play the damn game people and i discovered i'm not alone there is a lot of people out there who who feel very similar as i do who say it's cheating it is who say stop buying it they'd go away the gold farmers would go away they would stop doing it the other thing the big argument is well blizz should just make their own gold uh-uh no everquest if i remember uh hearing about this everquest did that and it destroyed them it 100% destroyed their economy uh-uh don't do it i doubt blizzard will because if they would have they would have done it by now so i really hope they don't players working farming selling for themselves is totally different than a farmer doing it that's my opinion on that matter and i'm going to leave it there you agree or disagree let me know i don't want to go into this because this can be a very broad topic and we don't want to talk about serious broad that well sometimes we don't want to talk about serious things we want to talk about fun things sort of anyway that's just my view on the whole gold farming thing but i did put up that that song and i really recommend to check out the video because coupled with the song it makes a lot more sense i'm sure and it's a very very funny i thought uh, so kudos to nim for doing that that was just a creative excellent piece of work i really liked it myself on the topic of money and earning it within world of warcraft there are we all know professions that we can do you can only pick two but most people can make a decent living give or take there is one profession that i think did get the raw deal and that is engineering i've tried engineering i did not stay with it long that profession i think is even worse than enchanting and enchanting is pretty bad enchanting is an expensive profession to learn don't think those enchanters selling their enchants out there are, are overcharged they're not for the most part they're not it just costs that much to get the stupid mats you need the mats they need for the higher up enchants are ridiculous i have the good fortune and i'm sure many other players do too i have the very good fortune of having an enchanter in the family as it were in the guild that i am in i have an enchanter it's the first time by the way or at least an enchanter who didn't charge their guild mates let's just kind of put it that way don't you love enchanters Enchanters who like stick it to their own guildmates. It's like wrong about that. I mean, I understand it's very, it's a tough profession, but I didn't realize how wonderful it is to have an enchanter in the family. It's great. It is very expensive, and I have no idea how this person ever managed to get it up to the level she has because it, it's it's ridiculous. I've tried enchanting, and it, you give up. I gave up. Like you gotta be kidding me. It costs more than you'll ever probably make if you balance it out. Well, one. Once you get up to the higher enchants, yeah, you can make some money. But engineers, 
people who take on the engineering. What I don't understand about engineering and why I think engineering is worse, is probably the worst profession in all of the secondary professions you can learn. What is it? A good percentage of the things you can make as an engineer, you can sell to other engineers. Must have engineering of 100. Must have engineering skill. What? Does this make sense to anyone? Why would you need to? It just boggles the mind. Why sell it to people who can already do it themselves? I, I don't understand that. And from what I remember, I didn't get very far with engineering. I gave up pretty quick, actually, because it was one of those. There's like nothing you can sell. Everything you can sell, it's either to other engineers or nobody wants it. Nobody wants what you can make. Nobody. Very, very few. Higher up, I know you can make <laughs> the rating friend, the repair bot, which is ridiculous to make because it needs outrageous mats. I remember our engineer in my old guild would make repair bots and they'd always say tip them and I always did because I looked up the mats for what is required because after seeing this repair bot I went hmm maybe I should rethink engineering a little and I checked out the mats and went <laughs> no way ridiculous ridiculous amount of mats bizarre weird things that nobody else needs nobody else you can get it if you go into an axe 12 times type thing oh terrible so I think and I have heard one of our patches or in the new expansion they're going to rethink engineering <laughs> gee you think but I have an idea for engineers. I came up with an idea that should be for engineers, and I think the rest of us would enjoy the hell out of this. Make recipes for engineers. And you can make them at various levels, start them out low, and then, of course, as they increase in skill, they can get higher ones. Recipes that allow engineers to make little wind-up toys of all the known bosses in-game, of all the known city leaders in-game, of all the known prominent figures in this game, they can make little wind-up toys to sell to other people. And it can be one of these things, and, and it should be something where, as an engineer, you shouldn't have to go into Naxxramas or, or someplace to get the mats for. It should be real simple mats to make these. Even at the higher level, it should be very simple things they can get their hands on pretty quick. This way, with hope, they won't sell them for a thousand gold. But here's the catch to them. You buy the toys. You buy these little wind-up toys. And, of course, they can have each have their own little animation when you put them down. Can you imagine, like, a little Anoxia kind of wheeling around, and she stops and blows out, like, a little fake flame, and wheels on, turns around. You could have some of them with, like, sparks coming out of them. Their head pops off at the lower levels because they're not as well made. The catch, though, is if you buy this little toy, you have the option to step on it and crush it. And why do I say that? Why do I say you would want to crush this toy? Well, think about it. If you could get a little wind-up toy of, say, oh, the Gnome King, wouldn't you want to step on it? I would. I think a lot of people would. Because you'd have them for each city leader or prominent figure, whatever the heck they are, all the Gnome bosses. I think this would boost engineers. And they could sell it. And it provided they don't get greedy about it, they can sell them pretty reasonably. Now, of course, you can't control how much they sell them for, which 
is why I suggested making the materials they need for this reasonable. Don't make them have, because that's kind of what also does it. You look at all the money you spend or the time you spend gathering the mats. You want compensation. Well, if the stupid thing costs two copper bars and a linen cloth, who's going to pay 100 gold for it? I think this would revitalize the engineering profession, being able to make little wind-up toys. And of course, as you get higher in level, you can make better toys. I, I just think this has potential. I really do. Looking for ways to revitalize the economy or do something anyway with engineers because I feel kind of bad you know aside you know what else uh, engineers can do and it's stupid that they can't sell these they have what are they jumper cables where if you're an engineer and you can make jumper cables you can shock somebody back to life which is really funny I don't know why and they can only sell them to other engineers what a great thing if you just took that away because I'd buy them think about it in those raid situations or those group situations how cool would that be? because they don't always work that's the catch and the, and I think they're only a one-time use, but it would be so neat and, and actually beneficial. I mean, think about it. Your priest goes down. You give those jumper cables to a hunter. The hunter feigns death. It's a, it's a party wife. Hunter stands up, shocks the priest, who can then, in turn, bring everyone back to life. How cool is that? It's just a little cushion. It's a little insurance policy that you would just have in your group. They should be able to sell those. It shouldn't just be engineers only. Because honestly, come on. I Yes, engineers need help. Getting that profession back on track because in my opinion out of all of them that one needs the most help what other professions do you think need help or that you're unhappy with let us know what other professions you think require a little extra tlc in my opinion it's definitely engineers some professions are pretty fun or just easy you know skinning is is pretty all you have to do is kill anything and there you go another one that could be fun is herbalism here's I, I have an herbalist and here's my fun part with the herbalist you have your radar on looking for plants and you see the little dot light up and you go running over and you're standing on the dot and you cannot find this plant you're running your mouse over every square inch of your screen and you cannot find this plant what is that they some of them they blend in very well in the meantime you got beasties walking up to you aggroing and preventing you from getting your plant all except king's blood king's blood you can see from space I'm the the Great Wall of China and King's Blood are the two things you can see from space. Every other plant, however, blends in really well. You ever try to find blindweed out in Swamp of Sorrows? Oh God, because that's about the only place you could really get it in abundance, at least at a, a decent level. Yeah, when you're level 30s, 40s, that's the only place you can pick up blindweed, and it blends in. You're standing there looking for the stupid blindweed. My favorite is when you're standing there looking for the blindweed, and that dragon you know the one i'm talking about it's the only thing out in swamp of sorrows that after a certain point you fear because after you get to your late 40s early 50s and go hunting blind weed out there ain't nothing out there that you can't handle it's pretty easy it's like ah, go away get out of, get, get off my blind weed move there is one thing out there that will make you run and that is the big flappy world flying dragon whose name i can't think of ha have you ever had him sneak up behind you it's not pretty when he does it it's not pretty. And he seems to aim for you. Kind of like the Reaver out in Outlands. Who wants the Reaver dead? Me. Who else wants the stupid Reaver out in Hellfire Peninsula dead? Somebody please tell me there is a quest out there that allows you to kill the Reaver at some point. I haven't found one yet. Please tell me there is a quest that allows you to kill this guy. I hate this thing so bad. 
in my opinion, you are not officially 60 or in your 60s until you are stepped on by the Reaver. That is like an initiation here. You're not officially in the higher levels until the Reaver steps on you. I hate that thing. Who else hates that thing? I hate it. Sidetrack. Sorry about that. Went from professions to Reaver. Look how we go. It's amazing. We started with gold farmers and went to engineering and professions to the Reaver and Outlands. By the way, if you don't know what the heck the Reaver is, you'll find out when you get there. So let us know your thoughts on professions and the Reaver. Send them in. We'll say it again. Email address fthradio at gmail.com. Let us know your thoughts. We are going to take another music break now. And this is an oldie, but a goodie. Actually, it's not that old. It's just fun. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. Tokyo City like a big playground When suddenly Batman burst from the shade And hit Godzilla with a bat grenade Godzilla got pissed and began to attack But didn't expect to be blocked by Shaq Who proceeded to open up a can of Shaq through When Eric Carter came out of the blue And he started beating up Shaquille O'Neal Then they both got flattened by the Batmobile But before we could make it back to the Batcave Abraham Lincoln popped out of his grave And took a naked 47 out from under his hat Blew Batman away with a rat-a-tat-tat But he ran out of bullets and he ran away this prime can to save the day This is the ultimate showdown Of ultimate destiny Congrats, bad guys, and explosions As far as the eye can see And only one will survive I wonder who it will be This is the ultimate showdown Of ultimate destiny Trying to get steady when Abraham Lincoln came back with a machete But suddenly something caught his leg and he tripped in The end Jones took him out with his whip Then he saw Godzilla sneaking up from behind Then he reached for his gun which he just couldn't find Cause Batman stole it and he shot and he missed And Jackie Chan deflected it with his fist Then he jumped in the air and he did a somersault While Abraham Lincoln tried to pull a vault onto Optimus Prime But they collided in the air Then they both got hit by a Care Bear stare This is the ultimate showdown sweater.
me. Is that not the best? I love that song. That is Ultimate Showdown of Ultimate Destiny by Lemon Demon. Check them out. www.lemondemon.com for more fabulous songs as well as that one. They are just great. Love that. Haven't heard that in so long. Came across it and went, oh, I have got to put this up. So, there you go. Now, a few things I'd like to share with you, or make clear anyway. First thing is a correction on last, the last show we did, episode four. I started off my story, and I started off saying, and so there I was in the hinterlands. Well, I lied. I wasn't in the hinterlands. I was in the Arathi Highlands. My bad, my mistake. I had hinterlands on the brain because that's where my alt was at the time forever. Doesn't seem like you get out of the hinterlands. Just one quest is done, ten more show up. So I had hinterlands on the brain. The event did not take place in the hinterlands. It took place in Arathi Highlands. So before I start getting people saying, you know, that's not where that giant is. That's not out there. I know, my mistake. Wanted to just make that correction, clear it up. Another thing I wanted to mention, you may notice on (laughs) iTunes, you already know how I feel about iTunes. You may notice the show is listed as explicit. There's a reason. Obviously, the show is not explicit. Those of you who have heard it, or even if this is your first time hearing it, you hear, we're, we're not really explicit. So you're probably wondering, then why is it showing that? Here's why. In our description on iTunes. It's also the description on the website. We say, very proudly, the Alliance sucks. On iTunes, if you notice in the description on iTunes, they, it, it start out, the word sucks, it has a little S, Then it has star, 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 S. We did not star that out. iTunes starred that out because they consider the word sucks explicit. Never mind that it is on television. And I'm not talking cable either. I'm talking The Simpsons. It's on the word sucks is mentioned in The Simpsons several times. It's on the radio, the real radio. It's not a taboo word anymore. Five years ago, ten years ago, yeah, maybe it was. It isn't now. But iTunes considers the word sucks explicit. Because of this, our show is considered explicit. Part of my dilemma with trying to get the feed up and running, I had read and had heard that perhaps because you're saying the show is not explicit and yet they're kind of bleeping you out in your own description, it may be causing some conflict issues. I'm going to see about getting that put back to not explicit because it, it is a little misleading. We're not. This is if you're looking for Dennis Leary, if you're looking for Eddie Murphy, this isn't the show. We we have moments and and those moments are bleeded out. They're actually they're uh-oh'd out, not explicit. So that's why you may notice iTunes is showing us explicit, and that's the reason why. Wanted to keep you updated on those issues. We mentioned, we played and mentioned earlier in the show, Nihau by Nim and Summergale. Well done. I already said that. But there are other fun World of Warcraft videos that people do. Now, majority of them are not fun or entertaining, and some are downright dumb. You've seen them. But there are a couple that stand out that don't get the attention, perhaps, that they should. And when I come across them, I like to point them out to other people. There are two in particular that I have stumbled across pretty recently, but they're kind of older videos. I just found them, and we're going to link them on the website for you to check them out. You can find both of them on YouTube, but we're going to mention them here real quick. Uh, One is called World of Warcraft Dancing. 
before you groan, before you sit there and start groaning, going, oh, dear God, no, not another one. This was very clever. What's clever about it, and other people have done this, but I've never seen it done this way before. We all know the World of Warcraft dances come from somewhere, usually live action. Most of us know where they're from. You look at them and go, oh, yeah, yeah, I remember. You know, that's from that movie. That's from this. You know where they're coming from. Well, and some you don't. Honestly, some I didn't. This person put together a very nice little composite. It doesn't have all the dances. It does have a good portion of them. What's clever about this, he put the World of Warcraft character next to the live action of the dance and synchronized them. So you could see them moving in exactly the same way. They even dressed the characters up to look as close to the live action as possible. Uh, it's called World of Warcraft Dancing. It is on YouTube if you type that in. And again, we're going to link it on the website. Check it out. It's very well done. Some of these, like I said, I had no idea. I thought Blizzard got drunk and, and just came up with some of these, honestly. Check it out. It, it's very cool. The other one which deserves a little attention is one called uh, World of Warcraft That You Play. This is another person who took, you know, who rearranged the lyrics to a song. He actually, it's kind of ironic, he took the song from Weird Al Yankovic and rearranged the words. He actually sounds a little like Weird Al. Very well done. This was done, like I said, these, this is an old time video. This was done pre-expansion, so obviously some of what he says is out of date. It's still funny. Recommend these two for you guys to go see, just for entertainment. And now we are going to be reading an email, which I'm so excited. We have an email. I love getting emails. You know why? Because it means someone is listening. I get excited when I know that someone actually downloaded and listened to the show and then lets us know. I want to read this out because actually they're responding to an idea I put out back on episode three. If you remember back in episode three, I hadn't talked about player throwing and how I think it should be implemented into the game. And I said, hey, anyone else out there have an idea that you would like to see in World of Warcraft, but that will probably never happen anyway. Hey, you know what? Just let us know. Send an email. Well, I'm happy to say someone did. And this comes to us from Kilbane on the Lane server, who writes, First of all, I would like to commend you on putting together this show. It is a breath of fresh air. It brings ease to my heart while I'm battling my way in the Tenaris Desert. Keep up the good work. Sideway here. We have that framed. Thank you so much for that. That just meant the absolute world to us. I thank you for that very much. Now, here is Kilbane's idea. I have thought of an idea that I think would add some flavor to the world of Azeroth. Here it is. There should be an instance or a quest at high level, say 70, maybe 80. This would be the quest of all quests, that when you would complete it, would give you as a reward a keep to call your own. It would be something like a guild, but better. You could design the keep, and you could recruit members to help you to maintain the keep and defend it from rival alliance slugs. How well you maintain your keep and defend it would later also attract NPCs who would be the common people that would set up trades, shops, and homes. So you would be like a ruler for a particular area where you would have to manage your keep properly. If you did not, it would be overrun by other factions or wandering monsters. Blizzard would probably never do this. It's just a thought. What do you think? Well, Kilbane, 
I think it's a great idea, personally. I love that. I think that is so awesome. Having your own keep, yeah. It reminds me, in a way, of the original Warcraft games where you had to build up a fortress and troops and shops and all of this. And the wandering NPCs are great. I also, I'm thinking about this. You go to, like, other players' keeps and course their wandering NPCs like over to yours. Maybe you can like bribe them or steal them or something. <laughs> and I actually I showed this email to Big V and he brought up a great point because I was kind of of the same idea as you. Blizzard would never go for this. But it's a great idea. Big V brought up the point. He's like, you know, this is a lot like Age of Empires, which I didn't even think of. And he said, with Blizzard and this new expansion coming out in a few months, they're talking about all the siege stuff we're supposed to have and all of this. This may actually have a place in Azeroth. They're probably still never going to go for it, but I think they should. I love this idea. I think this is absolutely brilliant. Thank you so much for sharing that with us, Kilbane. That is great. Let us know what you think on Kilbane's idea. I love it. And if you have an idea, let us know that too. Let us know you're listening. That's one thing about the podcasting. You don't actually know if anyone's listening or if you're just kind of doing this and nobody cares. If you uh, would like, it would it would warm our cockles if you could send us an email at fthradio at gmail.com. And again, thank you, Kilbane, for sending in that idea. That was fabulous. I also have... Shout out. Yes, a shout out. I'm very happy about this. I have a shout out. I ha- okay. I have a shout out from Eccles on the Kieran Tour server to Dabo of the Holy Protection Guild. Eccles says, "Thank you for getting the joke to Dabu." So, I want you to know, Dabu, thank you for getting Eccles' joke. He appreciates it, and we appreciate you, Eccles, for sending that into us. Well, that is about it for this week's show. We hope you enjoyed it. We hope you come back and listen again. We will be back in two weeks. Send us email send us your ideas let us know your thoughts on issues you would like to hear discussed at long length because we will do that for you don't forget go find uc horde on pvp servers and kill them thank you again for tuning in and we will return in another two weeks for a soul crunching feet gripping hair pulling episode of I have come to the recording session tonight with absolutely no idea what I'm going to talk about. <laughs> Tonkis from the Fortitudus, Fortitudius, Forti... Oh, Christ, Fortitudius. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting tongue-tied. Wanted to put one of them on some... some yeah. Hey, take that uh, thing out yeah, there. Oh, that's that's just, out, yeah. Yeah, just take that out. <laughs> I heard that and went, oh, that's gone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
we don't want the attention that would bring. No, not at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's going out. <laughs> yeah, well, we're not using that. That's okay. <laughs> it won't even make an outtake. It's no. Yep. <laughs> oh, now I got the giggles. <laughs> I got to pause.